Hey y'all, welcome to the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. My name is Bailey Garner. I'm your host. And every other week we call my dad Toby. And we just have a real and raw and honest conversation about things that are going on in life, whether it's relationships, parenting, mental wellness. We talk about all of it. And we want to bring you along too, because you're not alone in your struggles. Lots of times these things aren't talked about and you might feel like you're the only one, but you're not. And so let's go ahead and do it. Let's call my dad. What's up, B? Hey, dad. How are you? I'm just, I was looking for my water when you called. I don't know where I put it. I'm I'm still trying to, you know, hydrate after (laughs) the visit to Mouseville. Yeah, so if, if 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 nobody if people don't follow us on social media, we just recently got back from Disney World for spring break. And I actually wanted to ask you about if you would tell us about the trip and then if there was anything on that trip that like spurred some things you felt like you should share with parents based upon your observations there. <laughs> Uh, well, there were 11 of us. That's my our family size for you guys that don't know us. Five children between the ages of seven and three. Mm-hmm. Can you let that sink in for a moment? 11 people, five of which are children in between the ages of seven and three. And uh, my children would tell you that it was they, a trip of a lifetime. I would mm-hmm. call it a trip to remember. <laughs> I will always remember it. Uh, it was quite the scene. I sat there with your mom mm-hmm. waiting on you guys because we were struggling for some shade. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> saying, hey, mom, look around. Show me one person walking by here smiling. And over the next 20 minutes, she started laughing because I think she saw one. And I said, no, that's a teenage boy that's hormone gridlocked. We got this armor on that girl. That doesn't count. And uh, it was it was it was uh, it it was quite the trip. It was fun, but it was uh, tiring. Yes, extremely. We did three park days in a row. Not many breaks, and I thought the kids though did much better than expected. So yes, they did. I was I was pleasantly surprised at the uh, small amount of meltdowns, especially exactly. the last day when. We had a 12 plus hour day, which <laughs> I was questioning our intelligence. But hey, ever we were just living in you and Michelle's world. Y'all were playing. Yeah, how did we, we how, how did we end the day, Dad? We ended the day with uh, 15 to 20,000 of our closest friends packed <laughs> together in a no sitting zone in front of the castle. Uh, it is the uh, height of claustrophobia. Two of the children, uh, those are two of the meltdowns we had in that moment mm-hmm. uh, watching a fireworks show and then us all trying to exit. It was, it was, uh, and then going to wait to get on the bus to go back to our hotel. It was quite the, quite the scene. And the gift shop also in between that too. Yeah. Let's don't even talk about the gift <laughs> shop. I'm just trying to leave that out of my memory at the moment. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, so, you know, I usually um, start with a story and so I've got one for you. I actually haven't told you this story. Sometimes you've heard these, but you haven't heard this one. So 
Um, and it usually has to do with Gideon. Why is that? I don't know. Um, we were at soccer practice, soccer game Tuesday night. He was playing his best friend, um, like playing against him. And that team we were playing against was, is very good. They've played together for a long time. Gideon is uber competitive and he, um, was like all pumped up. We're going to win. We're going to win, you know, while they ended up losing and he had the biggest meltdown ever, like ran through the tunnel, pushing people over. It was so embarrassing. Um, then was telling his teammates it was their fault that we lost because they missed goals. Like I was just like, so embarrassed what is happening, you know? And it was all, and then he spent the whole ride home crying and throwing like a, like just so upset that they lost. So it turned from anger into sadness into like pity, you know, whatever. And I was just sitting there like, what do, first of all, I know it's our job to teach him how to lose well. Um, although I was like, why can't they just know this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, because it was a hard thing for me to watch. And I'm like telling myself, this is a teaching moment. But at the same time, I was like, so mad. Um, and then also like how to, how to me and Grant were both really struggling with how to have empathy for him and allow him to show his emotions, but not in, but then like, when do you be like, okay, that's enough, you know, because he just kept going and kept going. And, and we, I'm more likely to coddle and Grant's more likely to be like, just stop and doesn't have as much patience for that, you know? So I just was like, what do we do in this moment when, when our kids are having big emotions, whether it's anger or sadness, how, how do we like affirm them and let them know it's okay. But then also too much is too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can, I can picture that happening. <laughs> I know you can I know you can't. Well, at the risk of sounding like your mom, uh, <laughs> who she and I would have some conflict over her say her, res- her instant response to that kind of behavior was, well, they're just tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was half right and half wrong, half right in that you have to give some credibility to the level of fatigue after, you know, the trip we just described, mm-hmm. but B, you don't want to teach your kids that their fatigue is, you know, is an excuse. They're not going to become a victim mm-hmm. and let them excuse their fatigue as a reason for them to operate that way, mm-hmm. you know? And so it goes back to that thing. I think you've heard me say so many times, I mean, you want to feel your feelings, but I think in training up a child, it is helping them understand that their feelings are are not they're a terrible steering wheel for their life, mm-hmm. and so they cannot allow their feelings to take them to places of unacceptable behavior. That's the mm-hmm. thing is the boundary of what is acceptable and unacceptable in the midst of feelings. See, this is in, this is my high horse right now because I feel like not with obviously just giddy, but. I'm not speaking directly to your situation, but just in general, I feel like there's a lot of, oh, you poor baby happening in Mm -hmm. today's world. And kids from seven to 17 
like they're not if they're not turning in homework assignments, if they're not following through on commitments, all of a sudden the answer is well, they're depressed or they're anxious. When kids are depressed and anxious, but learning how to, you know, in my book, not yet, I talk about learning how to play scared, which is just mm-hmm. another way of talking about learning how to not be controlled by your emotions. If we're not careful, their uh, disappointment, their anxiety, their depression, their whatever it is, it, it, it becomes their identity and it's not okay. And so that's the line you have to address. You address the, hey, man, I understand. Let's, let's There's two pieces you're talking about here. One side is you're talking about this competitiveness that takes you to that place. What, what is it? There's a difference, Gideon, between losing and being a loser. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's an, mm-hmm. that's the identity thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one. Uh, there's a huge difference between losing and being a loser. Yeah. Uh, there's a huge difference in not getting uh, asked to a dance and and uh, being an orphan, you know, mm. being unattractive, being uh, unliked. There's a mm-hmm. huge difference. Mm-hmm. So all those levels. and then, But then the other side is, hey, man, here's how we, here, here's how we respond when life's mm-hmm. disappointment comes. Here's what's okay and not okay. Mm-hmm. So those, you've got two different, Topics that have to be addressed. I think the first one you have to address, just my opinion, is the boundaries of what's okay and not okay. It's not okay mm-hmm. to knock kids over. It's not okay to run screaming through a tunnel. That's that's not okay mm-hmm. to take your frustrations out on other people. And it's definitely not okay to put that on your teammates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can address the other. Yeah, for sure. And it's hard because I instantly want to be like, these are all the things you're not doing. you like, in the moment, teach him. And I feel like when he's in that state, he's not gonna, he doesn't accept that, you know, is talking about it later. Um, And I will say like yesterday or the day before he, his, his best friend, like tried to come talk to him after the game and he wouldn't talk, Gideon wouldn't talk to him. And so I said, we, we saw them yesterday at our house church. And I said to Gideon, did you, are you going to talk to him? And he's like, yeah, I think I need to apologize because I was upset. And I wasn't very nice. And I was like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. So at least that's he maturity. could see it. But that's yeah. a step. And you need to affirm mm-hmm. that step, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to, um, because, you know, I'm a pretty emotional person and my husband's not. And so he, um, and I feel like Gideon has a lot of me in him when it comes to like reaction, how he reacts to things and how he, where he goes in his feelings. and so. Um, it's like Grant and I are learning together too how we meet in the middle on that. Cause to him, taking your like reacting and being emotional isn't always a good thing. And to me, that's just how I am. And 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 so there is like a level where I have to learn, I've had to learn to control it, but there's still sometimes you just have to have emotions, you know. And so I feel like that's been hard for us to figure out with two different parents who have grown up two different ways and, and two different personalities, you know? And so I don't, you know, the day before all this happened, I had a huge meltdown in front of my kids because of all this stuff we're going through with stuff going on in our house and, um, house repairs. 
Yeah. Sometimes house you say repairs. in our house and they're going to oh, sorry. text you. Okay. And... Our, we're having, we, we came home from Disney to some flooding. And so we're having some things we're dealing with, with our, like repairing our house. And it's just been overwhelming. So I like all came to a head and I just started crying and my kids were there. And part of me was like, I feel like it's good for them to see that I can be, emo- that it's okay to be emotional, you know? Um, but then on the other hand, I, and I did, I feel like I did get over it. So maybe I said a good example. I don't know. I was so emotional, but sometimes, you know, I feel like my husband doesn't, he would say this if you're on here, you know, he isn't very reactive when he has emotions like me. So I know you and mom are different too. How did y'all figure out how to like, how to parent together when you came from such different backgrounds and you have such different reactions to think to like hardship. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And that was a challenge for us as well. And it was, Mm -hmm. so you have to figure out what you agree on before you wade into what you disagree on. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's Mm -hmm. find all, because what happens in those kind of situations is the focus turns to what we disagree on instead of, hey, man, here's some things we agree on. You, Grant mm-hmm. would agree with you. I, I guarantee you, Grant would agree with you that there's uh, there are ways that you deal with your emotions. You know, the boundary issue, there, mm-hmm. that it's unacceptable. He would say it's unacceptable yeah. for Gideon to push people over and scream Correct. at his teammates. He would say mm-hmm. that. So you all agree on that. Mm-hmm. Now, you may disagree on whether he ought to be that emotional or not, but it's like, again, you don't want to tell a kid who has that in his DNA to not feel his feelings. That mm-hmm. that that raises huge counselor bills, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, sometimes your mother would say to me, well, are you upset that she's da-da-da-da-da? Are you upset that she's sad about that and i'm mm-hmm. like well no i'm not i'm okay you're teaching me about girls you know mm-hmm. that was our thing there were no girls in our home mm-hmm. i'm okay with the sadness the whatever what i'm not okay with is a slamming door i'm not okay with a screaming fit that's that's what's not okay to me mm-hmm. and so we we would she would we would agree on those things yeah and so if you begin with what you agree on then what you disagree on doesn't, it's not like a deal breaker, right? Yeah. Like yeah. with Gideon, it's not a deal breaker that Grant doesn't understand people showing their emotions mm-hmm. because that's not who he is or how he was raised. That's okay. Yeah. Where the challenge would come if it would be you pushing that, which I know you're not, but you pushing the fact that him pushing his buddies and screaming, well, he was just emotional. Mm-hmm. That's not okay either. So you mm-hmm. got to find that place in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And something I'm not good about is ha- having those conversations outside of the heated moment. <laughs> like I want to talk about it then. And then that's a terrible time to talk about it. Cause we're all heated up, you know, whether it's right me, you know, and so something I want to do a better job of is having conversations about this. Like, what do we agree on? What do we not when we're not in the moment of, of it, you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, just like anything else in life, B, the greatest teacher is always pain. The pain point is where you learn, you you know, you don't, you don't learn from when it's going great. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is you you have a thing like what happened with Gideon at soccer. It's a pain point for 
at some level for your family. And so from that, when the emotion, you know, when when the the suddenness of that dies down, you and Grant, you can't just go on. You have to mm-hmm. kind of have a time when neither one of you are in the heat of it mm-hmm. and say, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you learn. And so you've learned from a pain point or mm-hmm. some families because they don't want conflict. Mm-hmm. They just push it under the rug. Well, guess what? The pain happens again. Yeah. And this next time it's a little more difficult. And the next mm-hmm. time it's a little more difficult because you haven't had the conversation about what can we learn from this? How can we grow as parents? Mm. Yeah. That takes intentionality too, I feel like. And you can, I don't know if anyone in listening is like us, we can get so busy that you just forget. So you're not intentionally pushing it under the rug. You're just like going about with the rest of the stuff that's being thrown your way. <laughs> so what yeah. would be a way to to make sure you're having those intentional conversations with your spouse or with someone you're co-parenting with? Scheduling. I mean, that's my new thing, right? You just schedule it. Mm-hmm. Uh, intentionality means, hey, we're going to make sure that once a month, we're going to have a time to talk about how we can improve as parents. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to be better parents. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about those things. Mm-hmm. One of the okay. things that one of my friends has taught me, and I'm really thinking about how we could put this in our toolkit because yeah. it's 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 helped me a lot. Is it, it's it's kind of a personal growth plan, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, in what areas of my life do I want to make progress this year? Mm-hmm. You know, and a, a couple, if they're doing that together, can be I want to make progress in our marriage. I want to make progress as a parent. We want to make progress in our finances. Mm-hmm. We want to make progress. Pick your whatever the areas are and then rank yourself where you are, you know, as a couple on a yeah. scale of a one to 10. You know, and it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, he may think you're a three and you may think you're a seven. OK, well, let's pick a this meet in the middle and say that's where it is. And then the goal is just to get better that year. Mm-hmm. And so what are we going to have to do to get better? And then mm-hmm. once a month, you're going to just get together and say, hey, man, you know, most of life is not a 70 yard reverse pass touchdown in the like closing <laughs> seconds. It's two uh-huh. yards. You know, yeah. you move the And so you, you don't if you're at a two, you don't have to get to an eight mm-hmm. next month. You just need to understand that a 2.2 is a win, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. If, And so I I am, I've just seen this to work in my own life personally in the areas I I want, you know, this Gobi thing is brand new for me. Going out and talking to people about these things, helping people, that's that's natural for me. I've done it for my entire life, but like strategically operating a nonprofit business. It's a whole, I've never done it. And so I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to hear some ways I want to grow and hear some things I want to learn and need to understand technology better. And I need to understand finances better and, you know, all of those things. And that's not going to just happen unless I put some intentionality to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think too, it would be helpful for us. Like when we're having those intentional meetings, whether it's, me and him together, or we're just having some in like reflection on our own individual growth, having 
a guideline of things we're going to talk about. So it's like you're talking about personal growth for the year, having those for the month, you know, so that we know we can be thinking about it instead of just coming. Cause where I have found with Grant and I, that's hard is we'll go on a date and we want to talk about intentional things and we just can't remember, <laughs> or we're like, what was it that happened? I don't know. So having like a, something that we know <clears throat> we're going to work on, or we're going to talk about, you know, these are the areas that we're going to talk about once a month. So that maybe we can work on that tool. That would be really helpful for me personally. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's just life happens, right? Mm -hmm. It just, so the only way, you know, if I, if one of my goals for the year is to be an encourager, and that means I need to send six texts a week mm -hmm. to people that I know, just to tell them I love them. I believe in them. I'm praying for them. Hope you're doing good. I sent one two days ago to somebody you and I both know, ministry leader in another state, and just said, "Hey, just thinking about you. Hope you're good. Praying for, pray for you today." That was mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But if I don't put that in my schedule, I'll look up at the end of the month mm -hmm. and go, "Oh crap, I didn't text anyone because life yeah. happens." Yep. And I'm, I'm, I'm uh, the older I get, the more I understand the power of that kind of intentionality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Well, you have any last parting words for us as we end this episode? I just think that I've been talking to so many people in so many different places lately that what I just said about a marriage is true about a life. It's so easy to get focused on deficiencies. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, you get locked in on deficiencies and we need to be aware of deficiencies, but it, it is okay. I want to give you moms mm -hmm. permission to say, Hey, I'm, I'm doing pretty good in this area. Mm -hmm. uh, that's okay. It's not, I, I don't sense people having a pride problem that I talk to. I have people mm -hmm. who are defeated by their defeats mm -hmm. and uh, just because you've lost in the last mm. month does not make you a loser because mm. I guarantee yep. in, in something you are winning. There, there is a place mm. that you are winning. I don't, it, mm. Everybody can find a place that they're winning. And For sure. If you're listening to this today, you have some type of electronic device <laughs> that you had to plug in to get electricity, which makes you, you know, uh, you're you're winning. You're if it's a it's not a competition, but you're you're better than you know two thirds of the world. So you're yeah. right, and so we just have to remember those and train our yeah. ourselves to those things. Yes, for sure, I agree. And as we're learning, we can help our kids. Yeah, because kids are uh, shaped by what they see, not what we say. That's for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, thanks, Dad. I uh, took a lot of notes. So well, hug I my sweet that. grandkids today. I will. Hug, hug Giddy and Micah <laughs> and Minnie because now Esther has decided her name is Minnie. Yeah. She, she, she had a great time. So she had to change her name. <laughs> so, well, I hope you have a great day. I love you. I'll, you I'm too. Gonna, I'm excited about coming to Mississippi. Soon. I know. We're excited. Counting down the days. All right. Uh, love. love you. 
Thank y'all for joining another episode of Hey Dad, Can You Talk? I hope you walked away with some tangible things that you can do when you're struggling with losing in your own life or your kids struggling with losing um, and to remember that you're not a loser for in the moments that you feel like you're losing. I don't know, that really stuck out to me. I took a lot of notes um, that I know I'm gonna take back to my husband and we're gonna chat about and just things I need to work on for myself when I feel like I'm losing in life. So I hope you are encouraged today and we look forward to being with you on another episode, not next Wednesday, but the next. Talk to y'all later.